Welcome to the second episode of I'm Quitting Being a Bitch. I'm joined by James. Sam Jones. Today we're talking about life and all the complexities that come with it. I look up to the sky and I see clouds. It's quite a rainy day today. And I see I see a plane. I see a plane. And um, this is just this is a kind of a deep thought, but plane there's there's, there's four there's one one word, but there's four different things. Yeah. Okay, so what what are you addicted to? Um, well, before we get onto that, I was just thinking about this TikTok I've seen. Right, so this guy he inputs into Excel his mood on different days and stuff, right. and different factors that happens on the day. So, for example, if he works out and his happiness score, and do you know what he found out? He found out if the day was if it was a sunny day then 95% of the time, he'd have a, a good day. Oh. That's how much the weather affects mood. And can, and I, I can I say spots. something? I mean, this is a, I know this is a podcast, but I've been listening to other podcasts, such as Joe Rogan podcast, the Joe Rogan experience. And uh, Joe Rogan, yeah, he, he actually might be coming on in the future. Yeah, he might be. I might get him as a guest. But he reckons that, you know, he, he, was, uh, he, he was brought up in Boston, and he thinks that children brought up in city, so places like California, because weather is a constant you know, yes, and being good, that it doesn't really teach you to... Because obviously, you need a load to have a high. If it was always sunny, then that's a... And we were yeah. talking about this, you know, we, we didn't have water, running water for a couple of days, for a week. You think, oh, the best thing you can do is have a shower. Once you've got a shower every day, a shower is... You can feel still sad in a shower when you've got a shower every day. But you're never going to feel sad in a shower if your shower is, is monthly, yeah. So that's quite a big thing. So that's weather comes into, you know, if you always had sun, then, you know, your mood's probably not going to be changed by the weather. So whatever you have as a constant, nothing can be changed by that because everything is always the same. That's completely true. Yeah, but obviously in England, yeah. the sun is... Yeah, so... me everyone happy. Driving the car, windows down. You're listening to a song on Alabama. Did I tell you that? That a guy stopped me. I was listening to Alabama by Bishop Gunn today. Really loud. The guy came to the window and said, oh, "What are you listening to? He had a little little son there." I said, "Oh, Alabama by Bishop Gunn." He's like, "Really good." And you know, if I was listening to a rap song, he would probably think I'm a yob because I'm in a Corsa, Vauxhall Corsa. Yeah, so that was quite nice. though had a wife, and he's probably with his mother as well. Someone stops Sam talking there because he does. He goes on a little bit. Um, that's okay. You know, that's why we love him. Well, this is a question I'm going to ask you both, but I want separate answers. What makes you the happiest? Sam, Sam, go first. I'll go first. What makes you happy? Happy. Maybe not happiest. What makes you happy? What What do you want and need in your life to you know make you feel happy? Well, I think. Um, First and foremost, is that the word? Is that the word? Foremost? Foremost, yeah. I think, uh, you know, relationships, people. What type of relationships and uh, what kind of people? Well, so, I, I think now that I would think, you know, probably I, I would want a girlfriend. But you haven't got a girlfriend, and would you say that you're not happy because of it? Exactly, that's what I was about to say. So, but then at people, so like James, you know, coming around, Ollie coming around, Jack coming around, you know, she's coming around. That's what is. That's the only thing I can look forward to, really. I like working out. You know, exercise it makes you feel good. 
serotonin, which is uh, you know the happy drug of exercise. Ask for one thing. So that's uh, so you you, you yeah. What makes you happy? Happiest, I actually asked. So so you say people, friendship. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it over to James. I completely agree. I was going to say friendships as well because when I have days like this, when I have three-day weekends, you, know, you take it... Well, I only have three days. Because I work on Friday. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. But like, like, so you, have, you, you just get into this kind of like mood that you're just going to be seeing your friends for ages and then you go back to work and just like... You have to wake up early and go to work and it just kind of fucks you up. Like, obviously, you can see your friends in the evening. It makes it ten times better. But just being able to have... Fucking three-day weekend. Yeah, know that. Like you're not you're not doing anything dumb. You're not staying at home doing nothing. If you're going out and seeing your friends, you will be happy. It's like tomorrow. You know, me and James have arranged to do a leg session at the gymnasium. The up, like we we call it the upper room. Uh, and the old the old gaffer. Uh, but if I wasn't gonna, you know, if I was gonna do a gym session myself, it wouldn't be as good as with James and Luke before joining as well. So that's you know, it's a thing. Okay, moving on. I think, okay, you know, uh, probably a, a good topic to talk about in this, you know, you two, is the gym. gym. I mean, it's become a major part of, uh, I know, James' life in the last couple of months, or more than, more, more so. And uh, James, uh, James is, uh, he's, uh, he's looking good right now. Looking good. So let, let me just, let me ask you this question. What made you start? Because before, you know, you had that dad bod, and now you have that lad bod. I did have a dad bod. Um, what made it start? I mean, obviously always been into sport and stuff. What, what type of sport? Mainly football. And I did like running beforehand, but I never was into it like I'm into it now. And, you know, with, with the lockdown started, so I started going to the gym in February last year when gyms were open. And then, then the lockdown hit. And I was just like, what can I do? So I just decided to carry on. You know, I've got a little home gym set up. Mm. Nothing like Sam's set up, but... Yeah, and I was just like... You know, you mean you can't do anything every day. You're having something to do and, like... You're just having one goal to complete every day. If you can do that... See progression. It makes a difference. And then, yeah, when, obviously you're not going to see changes every day. But when you, if you were to look at pictures or workout videos from a year ago compared to today... You'd never, you'd never, you'd always think like, why didn't I start a year before that? Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to uh, JRE, um, uh, David, David Goggins, and he was saying that a big part of the gym is actually not working on the body; it's working on the mind. I don't know. We should let that sink in for a little bit here. Okay, and we're back. So, um, do you, do you find? yourself uh, like mentally fitter because of the gym yeah if I mean boys don't know like the full story but like last year mentally compared to now it's just different it's so different like you can't compare it's it's incredible because in my in my, uh, my own experience of life uh, you know wherever this is I'm a, I'm a completely different person now uh, I, was, I was I was down down bad they say on TikTok, um, and I started exercising, and and now I'm going on runs. You know, today I did a did a 11.62 um, km. Uh, so and I feel good, and I feel mentally quite strong at the moment. A long way to go, but but yeah. So Sam, what you know, if I took if I took the gym away from from you, what what do you think would happen? Fitness and all that. 
As in physical exercise? Yeah, if I took a... If a yeah, if you were, you know, if you were paralysed, how do you think you would cope with that? Not, I don't, want, I don't care how you'd cope, I mean, how do you think, you know, your mind would, would change? How, how does it help exercise? I think that there's... There's no... In, you know, day-to-day life, often I'm finding myself like, what can I do to, to change my life? Yeah, yeah. Do something different? So if I was, if I couldn't exercise, then day to day, there wouldn't be anything to achieve on that day. It would just be like living. So going to work, go to work, finish the day. I come home. Normally I work out. I think, all right, let me do a workout. Let me get fit. I'm towards, you know, going towards a goal of being a rugby player. So if I couldn't do any exercise, then... But even if I was paralysed. Yeah. Because... Yeah, maybe that's a bit too far. I was just kind of, you know, wanting to put in your headspace. Um, you know, how how you'd react to that and how you respond. Because you're actually quite lucky to, you know, be able to have that home gym. Yeah. And uh, be able to, you know, get up on the open road with those, you know, the Nike 4Runners. <laughs> and just, you know, start tearing up the road. Yeah. Um, I think I would just be a lot more... Um, probably, probably sad. Probably sad. Just nothing. To yeah. Seasonal affection. Yeah, nothing to do. Like, what would I do? Just what, go home and then watch TV. What kind of TV would you watch? Because I like, you know, finding things to really overcome. Yeah, I think I think life. You know, we in life uh, as uh, you know this current generation, we we like want you know those big wins in life, and we're too young to really have big wins. So like working out for me, you know, you have those small little wins, you know. You get your seventy kg bench, n- you know, not not flexing, but that's what I did. Um, do you feel that? Do you feel that progression is important when it comes to you know maintaining the motivation and that drive to keep you know working on yourself? That's the whole almost point of it. Mm-hmm. The, when you go into the gym, the whole thing's like progressive overload. You know, you set your targets to you set targets to be. You know, one of the first targets. A very common one for newbies is the 100kg bench. And when you first get that, it's like, it's euphoric. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I've got like a, a video of when I... So there's a video where me and James were in the, in the gym about September of this last year. And uh, uh, there's a video of James almost did it. And then I did it. And then the video of James, like me and James, like, I like turned around and we like did a little... Fist pump, the celebration, and it just was like, oh shit, that's so nice. Just like a doing, I think doing gym with someone else and seeing the question together, yeah, is very, very, very important. (laughs) More important than just doing it on yourself. Also, so I would matter what the weight is. It matters about the progression more. So we know that, like, we're probably the closest in bench in terms of lifts. So if James did 150 kg um, deadlift and I did 190. If that was more for James, it would still be... Like, like, like when we were running. So when James did a 42... 42, what was it, 50? 42, something? 42, 53. Uh, 10K. And I did a 46, 17. We were the same happiness because I couldn't do as far... But we probably pushed each other the same amount. So you can't, you can't be like, oh, no, James is... It's all relative. Yeah, it's all they say um, if, you, if, you, if you go alone, you go fast. But if you go together, you go far. And that kind of just hit me. I was just sitting there, you know... Looking at the stars and just thinking, wow, that's deep. And uh, I'm just happy that you guys have each other to, to you know, push, push each other. I'm coming in a little bit, you know, I, I, I have my own things that I'm... Uh, uh, I feel like um, Luke's body 
is adaptable, more adaptable than most. So it, we, we've been working out for the last what three, four weeks, probably. Yeah, I would say something like that. Yeah, you know, and Luke's about I've already seen 30, 30 to thirty-five days. Yeah, <laughs> I've already seen size, sizature, which is a great word. Which is not a word, but it's a great word. Uh, in the Luke, the Luke's forearm, the the, the, bi- the bicep, the shoulder, and the chest. And obviously, when I told him today that we were wearing shorts, we had to go on an 11.762 kilometer run at 5.05 pace, uh, which took a 59 minutes, roughly. Uh, that his short and leg combo with, with the Nike socks and the Nike uh, trainers really, really looked great. And he looked like a physical specimen. Um, mm. Just walking out of that house with the, you know the black top yeah. on Such and the cap, so he looked really great there. And I thought, you know, let me say to him, look, look, your legs and, and the shorts look great. Real head tanner. Real head tanner. You know, the, the, calf, the calf on the legs. Look, legs look tanned. So what I'm saying is, you look great when you're about to run. And I thought, right, your body's very adaptable. You're already running at a 505 pace for 11.62 kilometer run. Is great, you know. Just, just a point I got from when you were speaking. I was just, you know, I, I can't really get out of my mind, but it's um, you kind of you, you don't do it for looks, but when you when you feel good, when you look good, when you feel like you look good, you feel good. Performance, performance drives what you feel you look like. So me knowing I can run faster, I feel like I look better, even though no change. Well, there is a change. There is a change, but sometimes it's not as much of a change, you know, in being strong and being looking good. But I feel like you just, you just know. You're like, yeah, well, I can do this. Mentally, headspace. You just feel more confident. Confidence is a massive, complex issue that, um, that you know people do, especially young, young, young men. You know, we're we're told to be you know courageous and brave, but you know we're actually probably one of the most as a group of people. You know, confidence is quite quite a hard thing to get under the belt because you know you're always looking, trying to be someone else. See that guy in the Audi, like I want a fucking Audi. You see, you see the girl in the front seat of the Audi, like I want a girl like that. But really, so you know, we have our own journey that we take, and uh, I want to you know move the conversation, branch out to um, the girls, the girls. We're talking about girls. Nothing, nothing too deep, nothing too personal. But how, how do you, how do you prepare yourself for a relationship? And do you think you're ready for a relationship? You can never prepare yourself for it. It just, if you meet someone, and then, yeah, you just can't prepare yourself for it. But, but do you think you can be in a right place and a, and a wrong place? Like you were saying last, last year that, that you're, you know, different now. Back then, could you reckon you could maintain a healthy relationship? No. So that's what I'm saying. Like last year, I, wouldn't, I didn't want to be in a relationship. And like, I don't think I would have been able to, to handle the relationship on top of trying to improve myself on top of that. But fortunately... You know, things are in a better place. And if I was to get a girlfriend... Oh, yeah. Then... They'd be, they'd be lucky. They'd be lucky. <laughs> We'd both be lucky, bro. Yeah. They call it, they call it the blonde and brunette. So, so, this is quite interesting. Sam is a character that I've known, you know, kind of his whole life. Um, and uh, he is a very, you know, good-looking chap. Uh, nice, nice, uh, friendly soul. But he's never had... Christian boy. Loves the Lord, you know, praise Jesus. Uh, today's his day. Um, but he's never actually had a girlfriend. I think this is something that we should talk about. Okay. What are you looking for? I mean, it's, not, it's not that you, you know that you couldn't get one. 
Yeah. Do you know it's not that. It's not you know you don't look like Inesh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're attractive. So, <laughs> no, I'm joking. That was a joke. So, um, um, yeah, so what are you looking for? What do you think you want? What What could they add? You say you're happy now because you exercise and you, you know, you have that rugby career and you have a job that's good and you know, friendship group that's good. What could? Because they need to add something to your life. Well, so like I'm talking about, I feel like sometimes, you know, as I said about the water thing, you know, if you haven't got water, then you feel great when you've got water. But I feel great anyway now. So it's like I know But then I, I, I do constantly think Oh I would like a girlfriend Right So it's sort of An interesting one Where it's like What if I was to never Have a girl Like I would always feel Pretty good But then also There'd be a time Where I'm thinking Oh I want a girlfriend So I guess Having a girlfriend Would mean that time Spent not Saying I want a girlfriend I would have one But there's obviously Going to be some other You know probably More Not negative effects But you know Some things you've got to deal with When you've got a girlfriend But uh, I would like to just Sort of sit down with a girl And have just a chat Because I don't I've never I've never li- I've never spent Alone time with a girl Like That much Like what uh, Like Yeah no, I know what you mean Like You never had a chat In like this kind of Kind of manner. Uh, I want to on a grass paddock with a female, uh, probably per, probably, probably you know, twenty twenty. On a nice blanket. Yeah, on twenty years old, probably. Quartered blanket, probably. Yeah, quartered. Yeah, you know, a few what sausage, like you know, little M and S or M and S. Hand food. Hand food. Yeah, M and S hand food. You know, from a. From yeah, from M and S or, or Waitrose because I'm you know I'm sort of trying to give that sort of impression. Impression, yeah, sort of. I know I don't think you've done this on purpose, but um, the question I asked you was what are you looking for. I'm looking for so how how important is Christianity in the game for you? Oh, it's that's the, it's the utmost importance. That's why I have not got a girlfriend. That's why I've never messaged a girl. So for example, we can talk about you know the previous girl I've. I've, I've, I've spoken to or seen outdoors or in and indoors for a point it was both it was both of those doors those doors and uh you know we were meshing after you know after we left the uh said um uh island is it an island it's not an island said location abroad to england not in england and we're meshing and she, uh, let's meet you know and i was like oh yeah i would love to but I know that I didn't say this to her. I know I kind of did, but I know that we're not. Go- I'm not going to marry. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to marry you. You don't see her as a you know viable partner for the future. I do. I do. I do. But because she's not a Christian, and I know it's like if if I'm a Christian and she knows I'm Christian, then she's got to think that I'm sort of not. Not quite right. Then there's something majorly different in our lives. I believe this. She does not believe it. Then she thinks I'm like you know not lying, but that sort of thing. It's like oh you're mentally you you don't know what's going on. You know non-Christian must think to someone you you don't know what's you are your life is complete. You're like what you think this guy was actually real and it's interesting because you know people get together you know all different shapes and sizes um, and. Um, like, so politically, you know, you have people on the right and you have people on the left. Um, and they can still, you know, they can still kind of have a relationship together. But when it comes to religion, 
You rarely, you know, if you're proper, you know, if you're proper... Like, there would never actually be an actual Christian and an actual Muslim together. It, yeah. That would never happen, ever. It can't. It can't happen because Muslim people, if you were to marry or get with a Muslim person, you and, almost have to, and you have to convert to the religion. And, that, and that's the thing, and that's what I think people, people would understand, people would be like, oh, yeah, that's completely like, true. Like, you know, a Muslim would never go... It's the same. A Muslim, uh, you know... Same with the Christian going out with the non. Yeah, no, it's the same it's thing. The non-Christian is the same as being a Muslim in terms of what it means in terms of life. Like you, I think you're absolutely lying or not. So then there's, but that, the thing is, right? I'm now. I'm like, I was on a salt. Salt. This is a Christian dating app. Um, and I, 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 on this one day, I was like, I'm going. I haven't been on it for ages because it always says there's no girls in your, in your age or location or location yeah, I was like okay great like, every time and I don't like any there's always, always the same always the same the people saying it's like there's like yeah, 10 of them yeah, then this day and there's some fit blonde girl so fit and then another girl it was like brunette like fit as well so I like liked them both but I didn't like I should have like screenshotted the girl because once you like them you can't see them again like you can't even know that you don't even know the names you can't even find them so I liked them, and then that was like about two weeks ago, and then, oh, like a week ago, and so they didn't they didn't match me back. So yeah, so, so I was like, outrageous. I got gas because I was like, I can't. Ever, there's no other girl. Well, there's not. How else am I gonna find a girl? But church reopens back in uh, 25th of April, so yeah, praise God. People going to church. Oh, right. oh yeah, in, in, in a church. Yeah, so I would just like to say for the people out there listening that this this podcast, even though I have my own beliefs, this is a very um, you know I don't push any agenda. No. So so Sam here's talking about religion. Um, I want to keep this conversation open, <laughs> but there is something to be said in the Bible. It says, you know, um, iron sharpens iron, yeah. and you need to find someone like yourself, but a bit different. Someone to keep you sharp. They yeah, they say opposites attract. Well, they, they do say. Bible, they say that uh, a yoke, you know, bulls walk, has to be uh, evenly yoked. So it's like if you're walking on the Christian life, you know, around the yoke, it's one side. Explain what a yoke is. Uh, it's when a, a, a cow or bull. Is walking around in a circle, on a on a pendulum. So if one walks one way. straight and the other one walks, they're going to walk around the same. Mainly used in ancient times to do like grind a flower. And they, and they, they, they walk around. They're both following each other. So they're, 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 your head is walking towards their bum. And they're both pulling the same amount of weight. So if you if you're not if they're not walking together evenly, then they won't be able to work. So if say like you know if, they've got to be even, which you know even in the Christian walk. If if you're going with a non-Christian, then. They're going to be walking the opposite way to you, so then you're going to have to just you're going to push against them. You're not going to get anything done in life. Life, yeah. So I'm, you know, this podcast is about, um, well, it's called "I'm Quitting Being a Bitch." Yeah. So I just want, you know, from both of you, it's just some tips how I can quit being a bitch. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would say that um, uh, just putting putting on the kit is probably fifty percent of all exercise. Putting on the clothing. To do exercise is fifty percent. Surely, surely you don't mean just putting on clothing. What What does that mean? You know, putting on clothing. Yeah, it means mentally getting in the space of thinking someone else is working out, right? I want to be better. Someone else. So for me personally, it's kind of easier to sort of do it because you think, oh, someone else right now is probably lifting tin and uh, and you know running running lengths. Yeah. So, oh, I want to be better than them. But how can I do that if they're doing that? So you think, right, every day is a mission. Mm. But don't think about six months. Just think about each day at a time. Mm. Think about how you can win that day. So I don't want to be too forward here, James, but, you know, maybe last year we could have considered you a, t- like a tiny little bit of a bitch. Maybe. 
Were you, was that fair? Like, compared to now, you're, a, you know, you're not a bitch at all. So I'm saying, how did you get from there to there? Non-bitch to bitch. I mean, other way around. <laughs> it's called uh, consistency. Consistency, yeah. bro. You, you told me the other day that you want to be able to run 5Ks every morning before work. That's true. And have I done it? No, I haven't. That's what I'm saying. That's, so that's the first step towards not being a bitch. Not that I completely agree with doing 5Ks every morning because I don't think it's completely healthy. As in just for your body and joints. And you yeah, can get or, fitter or, or through the a different most way. Effective way of getting fit. I just yeah. want to exercise every day. Yeah. And even like the other day when me, when I went on the Thursday when Sam was kicking, I went for a run. And Inish came out to yours for a, a workout. But you boys ended up drinking. On the roof, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. If you, just, if you have your plan and stick to it. Because all it takes is an hour of hard work to then enjoy those beers twice as much. Yeah, that's, that's the thing also. So a world champion can only train for an hour sometimes a day because the intensity they're going at so that's all it is it's like you've got 24 hours and just you just use one of them you know what I mean one of them that's all you got every day for one hour you can do the amount, amount you can in... why so um we've been speaking uh, great lengths about many different subjects <laughs> and uh I'm just gonna have to say that you know it's been beautiful speaking to you and I hope you know in the future I get to speak to you again yeah. There's many topics that I wish we talked about um, and there's many topics that we did cover that I'm actually very happy that we did. I, I try my best and, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm quitting being a bitch. Can I just get, a, can I get that from you? Just... I'm quitting being a bitch. Luke's quitting on being a bitch and I'm not religious, but God bless me. <laughs> yeah. All right, praise Christ. All right, there we go. Signing out. He is risen.